Do you know what's going to happen in the future? Flying cars? Maybe. I think that's possible, actually. Hoverboards? I, th- I think it's the most common thing that people think of when they think of the future. Is like Jetson-style flying cars? Yeah. What about in the more immediate future, like in the next few weeks? Chips. Oh, chips are definitely in my future in the next few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some red wine at some point, too. Oh, that's all good things. All right. Well, let's talk about our future today, and uh, maybe those things will come up. The flying cars? Or the chips. Mm-hmm. Eating chips in flying cars? Yeah. Don't drink the wine in the flying cars. That's just not cool. But it's a, if it's a self-driving flying car, that's not a problem. Ooh, loophole. I like it. Yeah. I'm all about those loopholes. hi and welcome to the improvement project a podcast about being a better human through good habits challenging yourself learning from a wide range of experts and celebrating all of the little wins along the way i'm dr peggy malone a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same i'm in london ontario canada and with me is my disciplined accountability partner jenny That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. On today's episode, we are brainstorming topics for future episodes. Jenny and I are going to list some things that we are both interested in talking to each other and you about, and then we want to hear your feedback on what you are interested in hearing from us. In our segment called You Win or You Learn, Jenny has a win related to Thanksgiving, and I have a learn also related to Thanksgiving. In Umi Likey, I'm loving, as I always do, NFL football, and Jenny is loving something that is keeping her toasty and warm as the temperatures drop. So, over the past 68 episodes, Jenny and I have covered a lot of topics related to habits, personal development, and all the random things that we love. We decided today to record our conversation where we are brainstorming about what might be interesting for us and you in the future. If you hear anything that catches your fancy, we want to know about it. We do love talking to each other, but the whole reason we record these conversations is to offer some love to you, our listeners. So, Jenny, the future. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, I would say that um, one of the things that I'm interested in talking about is comes in a, in a group and it's focus, creativity, productivity, routine, routines, especially morning routines, goal setting and accountability. And all of those I've put in a, in a basket together because I feel like all of those things are something I'll call areas of opportunity for me. Okay. And as a result, I'd love to explore them more. I feel like those are areas where I drop the ball and as a result, I'm not being as productive and as happy and healthy as I would like to be because I have stuff I want to do. And if I could really lock these things in, then probably I would be more able to fulfill my goals. Okay. And so you said they're all in a basket? Yeah. Is it labeled? <laughs> With a label maker? Definitely. Is it, are all of the things inside like stood up on end, like in the Marie Kondo style of folding? Oh, you're such a minimalist nerd. Speaking of, maybe we could do an episode and we could video it and audio it where we actually do the discussion about my spice drawer that 
needs to be reorganized. I'm not sure if people would be into that. Maybe they would be. Maybe. Maybe it would be embarrassing for me because people would see what a weirdo I become. Maybe it would be embarrassing for me because people would see how disgusting my spice drawer is in its current state. I don't think spice drawers are the kind of thing that most people have that don't get gross. Oh, so almost everybody has this challenge? Mine, mine gets like that, and I'm pretty anal retentive. Okay, so if you feel like you want some more information or you feel like it would be entertaining to listen as Jenny and I reorganize my spice drawer, let us know. I'm going to put up a bunch of these in the Facebook group and on the socials and let people vote on what they'd like to hear about. So um, that's an option. I like it. I feel like there's a Spice Girls joke in there somewhere. Oh, you don't have it right right at the ready? It ain't there, but it's there's something. I feel a tingling. It's kind of like when you're about to get a cold sore. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy is right. I like your ideas, though. Okay. Um, the other thing that I like the idea of, and we did this a little bit in our first year when we did challenges. Every month we had a book of the month. Yeah. So. I kind of like that and we've fallen off of that. So I'm wondering if our listeners would like that again, if we picked a book every month that we could read together or that they could read with us and, and offer their two cents or their ideas or whatever. They could also, maybe some of our listeners have a suggestion for a book that they would like to read and have us discuss. I definitely haven't been reading much. Have you? Uh, not as much in the last month or so, but I had been very consistently before that. Now that I'm back in a good routine, I have the phone back in the kitchen again, and I have been reading, uh, before bed every night, at least probably 10 or 20 pages. So I'm consistently reading, just not a ton. But if I have a a deadline and I know that I'm required to have read a book, I'm more likely to read it. That's where the accountability comes in for me. So this is why this might be a way to get all of us reading more. Absolutely. Good idea. I like it. I'm down for that. Okay. Um, The other one that I came up with when I was in my own head thinking about this is that in a similar vein, it might be cool to have a weekly or a monthly recipe that we could find somewhere on the internet and Mm -hmm. then we could try. So you and I could each try it and then uh, we could post photos on um, the socials or in the Facebook group with the hashtag about the recipe maybe our listeners would want to participate in that. So that's an idea. And it's just to get people prepping food more, getting into the idea of meal planning more. I think that's something that a lot of us that want to be more productive, it would be helpful. And we talked about that cook once, eat all week concept and book as well. Right. And have you still been doing that? We did it for one week. And then last week, we didn't do it. Partially because it was a bit of a busier week. And Um, I find it's got to be a week that's not as nuts because when we get home, it's me doing the cooking and I find I'm not always down for three nights in a row of following a recipe cooking. You just want to get it done and not have to think about it. Yeah. There's some nights where I just kind of want to get it done. So if it's a, if it's a good week where we don't have much going on, then I'm definitely down for it. And the cool thing would be you would get it to a point where you know these recipes and they become your easy ones. Um, but we did skip it just because I was doing back-to-back new meals and I was kind of like, okay, that's that's like – and they're really, really good. But it's just um, – I just find with uh, – sometimes after school is not the best time for me to be trying to focus on 
on a new recipe. recipe. Oh, so boy. then maybe having sort of a task associated with the podcast where it's once a month or once a week where yeah. we can do it and it's fun and then it's a new recipe, but it has a purpose other than just feeding your family and yourself for the night. Yes. And uh, it might inspire some of our listeners to try the recipe too. Or I could just let my kid watch more TV. Oh dear. Cause then, you know, it would be mom, 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 mom. Um, speaking of your kid, this is another idea that I have because he's entertaining. Um, maybe we should interview him on a specific topic and then we should also interview Jeff and John on the same topic and just sort of see what answers we get from these men in our lives and boy. Okay. Yes. The man boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be interesting. Just because I think, uh, Ethan's a bit of a philosopher and I know John McCall is. <laughs> I would like to sit john and ethan down and record a conversation that they would have oh great idea these <laughs> boys with the same birthday yeah very same ways of being similar personalities and um vibes yes yeah wouldn't that be entertaining that would be entertaining have yeah. them have a chat yeah maybe some of our listeners can chime in if they'd like to hear that you i'd like to hear it so the finer points of jumping off things into other things and right crashing your bike and you right. know, all going, that fun stuff. Going fast, taking chances. Yeah. 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 Getting grass stains. <laughs> all of it. Oh my gosh, boy, did we have a big grass stain yesterday. What happened? It, Ethan was just Ethan. And <laughs> he was, I don't know, sliding on the grass for some reason. And I literally just took off the top layer of it with my fingernail, just scraped off the first part of the grass. Like it was so caked on. It was, it was truly impressive. So what is your go-to to get rid of grass stains? Uh, scrape it off with my fingernail first, like the main chunky part. Cause okay. it, he gets it really on there. And then there's, have you heard of this stick? It's like bunch of farmers. No, I don't know that like at all. A, so it is, it's something I initially, I think, bought it at home hardware and it's this long kind of like a glue stick, stick kind of, uh, no, it's just like a stick, like a soap stick thing. And you can get it at given Oh, in St. Thomas. Yeah. In St. Thomas. Um, I used to get it at Vesta, the old store, um, but you can get it at home hardware as well. You can get it a lot of places online. And what's it called again? It's called bunch of farmers. Okay. Pretty sure that's what it's called. And it gets rid of grass stains? Yeah. And you rub it on there and kind of like let it sit and you like, so you get it wet, rub this dry soapy stick on there and then let it sit. And it takes off everything. Like not just grass stains? No, everything. Like it's amazing. I think I initially came upon it when I was cloth diapering Ethan. Oh, and it even gets out like breast milk poo stains? Well, you know what gets those out the best, though, is the sun. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So These are things that I didn't have to deal with, but I know oh that it's gosh. a thing. It's a thing. It's very, very much a thing. But the best thing you can do is wash something, and then when it's still wet, you put it outside, and the sun bleaches it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Um, especially cloth diapers. They were just as white as the day I got them after, like, a year and... Well, two years maybe of using them. So by this rationale, I have a, a duvet that yeah. is white, but it has a bunch of other colors in it. So you can't really yeah. bleach it because it would bleach the other colors. So if I 
and right now it's getting colder, but if I washed it and then put it outside, would it bleat? Would it get it whitened up? It might. It's worth a try. Okay. I really enjoy this conversation, but we are off the main tracks. Okay. But the, the main point was it's called bunch of farmers stain remover. Bunch of farmers stain removers. Okay. I'll put it in the show notes for everybody. And it really works very well. I stand behind it. Okay. Awesome. Um, back to the main tracks. We were talking about interviews between the boys. So on that same note, (laughs) we really went off track (laughs) on that same note. Um, I would definitely like to do more interviews. So you and I have been working behind the scenes to reconnect with our Scottish improvement project friends. Um, and for those of them an email. Yeah, that's right. We need to get back on that. But, uh, for those listeners who aren't aware, uh, earlier this year, we did an interview with, um, these fellows from Scotland who also have coincidentally also have a podcast called the improvement project, but it's the Scottish version. And, uh, we're going to do another interview with them because they're super fun. So that'll be great. Yes, they are. And, uh, I've connected with at least one other podcaster that hopefully we can do some, uh, co-interviews there as well. And, uh, maybe we'll try and do some more of that coming into the next few weeks and months. And I forgot to mention to you too, that I had someone reach out to me, on LinkedIn about wanting us to be a guest. Oh, fantastic. Just, just recently here. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, the other thing that, um, we want to talk about in the future and you and I have been talking about this cause we're both a bit fascinated with it and we were actually going to talk about it today, but it's a giant subject matter is the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. This is a word that I've only recently become introduced to, but it really is in the zeitgeist. It's sort of coming out everywhere. A lot of people are interested in talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it right yeah. now. So the Enneagram is a framework of sort of like personality types and there's nine different types and you sort of self-identify based on what's going on in your own mind and how you see the world. And it's pretty cool. And we definitely are going to do an episode about Enneagrams because Jenny and I find it fascinating. And I think it would mm-hmm. be cool to do a little blurb on each of the nine and then maybe give each other an uh, indicator of, where we feel that you and I identify within that nine group. Yes. Um, and then we'll give people some opportunity to find out which Enneagram number they are. So I think yeah. that's going to be an episode upcoming. So let us know if I you're had, interested in that. I had Jeff do his cause I was very interested. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, well tell me it's about it later insightful. and then, and then tell, we'll tell our listeners about it when we talk about it on then whatever episode we do that on. Um, all right. What else, what else have we not talked about that we are going to talk about? Oh my gosh. We've talked about so many things, but I'm sure there's loads. Like I, I too would love to be talking about Enneagram. Um, you know, and I never tire talking about habits and different habits. And you know, the thing that I think is interesting too, and I know this has come up for me a lot too, is really getting intentional about habits. Yeah, because, um, you know, we've talked about it before, too, with the Gretchen Rubin uh, tendencies framework uh, and mine is upholder, which means that in regards to habits, I tend to um, how would you phrase that? Like I rely on kind of internal motivation, Mm -hmm. I guess it would be. And therefore, when I'm taking on new habits, it can be a little bit easier for me than some of the other personality types. But the downside to that is I will start a habit and stick with it and not even think about, is it working for me or not? But I will just get it locked in. And I think I'm prone to getting a bit of the habit burnout because 
I will take on a lot of different things because I want all of these things in my life. But I think I almost need to set an amount that is a normal amount to have and strive for and then be okay with that. And then look at the intention behind why you want to do them and why they're important to you. Absolutely. Okay. And um, just to kind of finish off that thought, I am an obliger, whereas I need more accountability and I respond well to outer expectations. So I I have internal motivation for sure, but it is more likely to be fired up when I have an external motivator that I'm uh, looking to make sure that is keeping me in line, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Yeah. I always think it's really interesting to kind of to do some good you know, deep thinking about what you want and why, because I think that can really help you pick habits that you want to take on that are going to be meaningful to you. And I think it's easier when you're really clear on your why you want these habits and how it is you want your life to look. And, you know, we last year we did these, you know, or this year and last year we did these 19 for 2019 lists 18 for 2018. And as we're heading into 2020, I think it, it's such a great thing to really take a good look at how you want your life to look and spend a lot of time really digging in on those goals because you and I both have things on our list that for one reason or another haven't gotten done. Sure. And I think that that, that warrants some digging in why. Yeah. Cause and, I know. and the why is not because we don't want it. The why is not because we're not motivated. The why is based on something that is more incremental in the recipe that we need to go back to our basic habits to figure out why isn't it not get, why is this not happening? Yeah. Well, and I know for me, there was things on my list that I realized after were things that I thought I should have on my list right. and they weren't happening because I really wasn't motivated to do them because I didn't really actually want them. Okay. So I think that, I think that that's, you know, I mean, it's your word of the year intentional. Yeah. So I think that that might be good. Well, and especially as we get closer to 2020, that will be definitely one or two episodes. You and I will really dig into some goal setting for 2020 so uh, that our listeners can play along with us at home and get going on what they're wanting to accomplish in 2020. And really, as you just said, getting intentional about why you want those to be your goals for 2020 and what are the best habits that you need to incorporate into your everyday lives in order to make them happen. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Absolutely. All right. So I'm sure that we'll probably come up with a bunch of other things as we move along, but uh, that just gives you a little sense of what Jenny and I have been thinking about, what we're interested in talking about in the coming weeks and months. And as I said, when we started this segment tonight, that if you, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, this morning, um, that if you have a specific topic that you're very interested in and you want some more information about, or you feel like you'd like to hear uh, the insight that we have to offer, then get in touch. We definitely want to be able to share what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. And computer stuff computer stuff your computer is currently not cooperating and you'd like to do some more computer you, stuff we've been talking about how we want to figure out some computer stuff yeah we want to figure right. out how to organize our photos on the computer better yes maybe using the, the computer or minimum you know what you would probably love it like doing a minimalist cleanse on your computer yes like figuring out how to mince game the files and the photos and the 
the, the processes that happen in your computer. I feel like that alone would be an amazing topic oh, to cover. It would be great. But we need somebody that knows how to do that. <laughs> we need to book, make an appointment at the Genius Bar. That's right. We need help. <laughs> oh, dear. Ugh. All right, why don't we move on to our next segment for the night? Okay, let's do it. It's time for a segment that was formerly known as What Are You Digging Lately?, which we are calling Ooh Me Likey. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to, books we've been reading or not reading, or what random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like maybe you will find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something that we are loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. Um, And this week I am loving, as I do, NFL football. And um, our team, the New York Jets. And when I say our team, I mean, John and I, this is the team that we love and that we cheer for and that we have all the gear for. And they, on this past weekend, had a sort of unexpected win. So they have not been doing well this year. Their quarterback had mononucleosis and was out for the first Oh, he played for a bit in the first game, but after that he was out for three games and the poor second string quarterback basically folded his ankle in half and he's out for the season. The third string quarterback, bless his heart, uh, got sacked every time he touched the ball. So we were really struggling to do anything and the Jets don't have the most fantastic team even before all of this happened. So this past Sunday, Sam Darnold, that's our quarterback's name. He came back into the game and we beat the Dallas Cowboys. The, wow. the Dallas Cowboys. And it was so exciting. They scored three touchdowns. It came down to the last couple of minutes. It was so exciting. There was yelling and screaming in the party barn and dancing. If, if you want to see John and I doing a victory dance, you can see it on the socials at, at Dr. Peggy Malone on Instagram. You can check it out. We were so excited and we were analyzing it afterward. If you have a team that wins all the time, you will not experience the amount of joy that we got on Sunday because our team unexpectedly did all of this amazing stuff. It was so fun and I loved it. And we had such a fabulous day cheering for our team. So I love NFL football and I love football Sunday, no matter what, but it's very fun when your team that you didn't think was going to win beats the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm not, I I feel sad for the Dallas Cowboy fans because I think they were a bit stunned that the New York Jets beat them. So I'm not dissing the Cowboys. I think they're a great team, but the Jets won and it's very exciting. So that's what I'm digging this week. And I'm like, I'm a bit buzzy about it still. We had such a fabulous day cheering for our Jets. Well, that's very, very exciting. And I know that you're not one bit interested in football, but maybe one or two of our listeners are. I... Yeah, I don't actually think if I tried, I could care less. <laughs> I just tried. And I mean, I'm a, I'm happy that you're enjoying it. Oh, well, thank great. you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I checked and there were no... Anyway. <laughs> let, me, let me just bring it back to your word of the year, recreation, and tell you how much joy this offers us. So John and I... I do- know it gives you joy. I saw the video. No, no, no. But I mean, even every Sunday, we have this uh, set up in the party barn. We have three TVs. It looks like... It's ridiculous and a bit indulgent, but it looks like a sports bar in there. We have three different games on. We get together with the neighbors. We have some good food. We are, my sisters come over. It becomes a very fun social day every Sunday. And this is what we do. And it's so fun. And it brings us a lot of joy. So there's something cool about it. And I know for some people, it's frivolous and whatever. But this is our escape on Sundays. And it's very fun. And it's good social time. And it's great. 
It is Peg and John living their best lives. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what are you What are you into this week? Um, so I'm really, really into sitting by my fireplace. It's very, very cozy. So installing a gas fireplace was on my 19 for 2019 list of goals. Um, it was something that we didn't do when we built this house and moved in nine years ago today at the time of recording. Today is the anniversary of the day that we oh, moved into this house. Oh, happy anniversary of your house. That's so exciting. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so we had always said we would do it. We didn't do it when we built because it was just another thing. Um, but we finally did it. We got around to it and boy, are we enjoying it. We got it done in the spring, so we didn't really use it much. And now that it is fall, it's so lovely and it's, Oh, I'm so glad you like it so much. That's great. And it makes me so sleepy. Does it? Oh my gosh. We have had a couple truly lazy days that we can't, because we start the day off by going and sitting on the couch and having our tea and coffee in front of the fire. And then all we want to do is nap all day. (laughs) Oh, that's a perfect fall day. I like that. Yeah. It's been really, really good and we're really enjoying it. Oh, that's great. Um, It's making, and we, yeah, like we, it just really makes the house feel cozy. Well, and it looks, and it looks so beautiful too. I really like how it turned out. It's basic, but it's lovely. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk about you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits or they may be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. I'm up for the win this week and my win was that I hosted Thanksgiving with family, with my husband's family on Saturday, on Thanksgiving weekend. And it was great. We really enjoyed it. And we even got to use the new dining table that I'm working on. It was only, it's half finished. It It's pretty janky right now. But we threw a tablecloth on it to keep it protected. And we sat nine people around it. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. Then, yeah, and then eight people at our other table. So we had 17 in total. Wow, and it's a, a big show, Jenny. It was great. We really enjoyed it. And I had a bit of a laugh because we've hosted quite a few times now over the years. And I realized on Saturday as it was... 1.30 and I was sitting in the arena watching my friend's little guy play hockey with Ethan and my friend said like shouldn't you be getting home to get ready like you have people coming over at four and I was like yeah yeah I guess I should <laughs> I realized like we've become pretty chill hosts so okay awesome and it all went well and it was all great it was lovely we had a great time and I tried a couple new recipes which I like I think I tried three new recipes and they all turned out fine. Fantastic. Yeah. Stuffing and then some like vegan scalloped sweet potatoes. Oh yeah. Boy, were they good. Yeah. Ooh, like coconut milk, cashews and dates in the blender. Oh yeah. And then like you really finely slice the sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes. And then I put them on end and poured that, over it in the baking dish. Oh, that sounds really yummy. Cinnamon on the top. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. 
Well, that's, yeah. a, that's a nice transition into my learn because okay. what you're describing sounds like I want to eat all of it. And yep. uh, I went also to a few Thanksgiving get togethers this weekend. Plus we had football Sunday where there's also always lots of treats. So all weekend we ate all the things and drank all the things. And my tummy is so sad with me today. Um, we're recording this on Tuesday after the weekend and my energy is down and I've been fighting a bit of a headache for most of the day. So yeah. my learn is that I know that this is an outcome of overindulgence and yet I overindulge. So there's part of me that knows that I need to both enjoy all of the good treats because I'm probably going to have the good treats, but also limit the amount of them so that I don't end up with a food coma hangover for days after a big weekend like this. Yeah. So, and this is something I think that's probably a reminder for me, but for our listeners and a lot of people that we really need to remind ourselves of this as we come into the holiday time in the end of November and December, where it seems like every weekend is a weekend to eat and drink all of the things. Mm -hmm. So I will be more intentional about what it is that I am indulging in as we get during, get into that time of year. Yeah, I agree. It's, I'm right with you. I, I was the same way. I felt sick. I ate so much that Saturday night. Yeah. And the next day I got up and we made plates for breakfast from the leftovers. Yeah. And I did it again. Yeah. And I felt like ill, yeah. absolutely ill. Yeah. We had our big th- uh, family Thanksgiving meal yesterday. And so today I just have that feeling like it's, it's kind of like you have to like, yeah, it's like, yeah, just a bit too much. So, so yeah. I appreciate it and I have gratitude for all of the good food and all of the good fun, but I just know that I can temper that indulgence in the future and I will strive to learn that lesson once again. Thanksgiving. Thanks for giving me heartburn. <laughs> all right. And that's it for this episode of the Improvement Project. Remember to let us know what you'd be most interested in hearing us discuss or explore in future episodes. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jkouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you're interested in seeing my parallel park jobs, do check out my Twitter at jkouse. That's the majority (laughs) of what I post. And if you like the show... And we really hope that you do. Please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts and let them know it's free. Some people aren't aware that podcasts are completely free to subscribe and listen to. We would also love it so much if you would rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help more people to find the show. We also have a Facebook group. So search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it.